Welcome to a King Size Life podcast with Shannon King. Our goal is to encourage and inspire you to get off the sidelines and live this one life He has given us in the biggest way possible. Life is guaranteed to throw us all obstacles and opportunities. Do you choose to be a spectator of life or seize the opportunities given, create your own path, and become everything you're designed to be? Your road to discovery starts now. Here's your host, Shannon King. Hello out there and good morning. It's actually a Friday morning here today. And I typically will spend a little bit of time in thought. I will actually overthink what I'm going to talk to you about, but I'm coming with a lot of emotion today because I just, for me, I need to hear it. A lot of the things that you'll hear me talk about are what I'm feeling and advice to myself. And a lot of times you're going to hear my opinions and my advice based on things that I have personally experienced, been through, and then hearing it from other people and so badly wanting to help you to get off high center. So today I'm just feeling a lot of emotion about, you know, right now, just as far as the timing and what's going on in the world is, I think it's November 6th, the world is a shit show right now. We can't even figure out who the president is. And, um, you know, that's putting a lot of fear out there. And I'll tell you where I am personally is I I had a lot of anxiety about it, you know, and let a lot of the social media and other people's opinions get to me. But what I do anytime I feel like there are things that I can't control is focus on the things that I can control. And if you're feeling fear about your future, if you are feeling fear about what's going to happen to your jobs, your income, how you're going to take care of your family, all of that, then it's probably just completely exacerbated and magnified (laughs) like crazy right now because of what's going on. So here's my advice to you. You've got to get started. Do you hear me? You're making excuses You are trying to talk yourself out of something because it's going to be scary. It's going to require you to start over. It's going to require you to have to learn and not be the expert that everybody comes to. It's maybe going to give you a little bit of an identity crisis because you've gotten so caught up in whatever it was you were doing before. You're going to be the new girl on the block. Maybe it's your health that you've got to take control of because right now, if that's not a concern for you, boosting your immune system taking care of the one body that you've been given to live the one life that you've been given, you need to really start taking a look at that. And let's just start there. I haven't always been in great shape. I actually let myself go. I got so caught up in my career for so many years and addicted to my career that I let my personal health go. And it's really easy to do. Um, the simple things are not only are the simple things easy to do, but they're also easy not to do. So the simple choice of the food that you're putting in your body, it's just as easy to make the decision to put good things into your body as it is to decide not to do that. It's just as easy to make the decision to work out as it is to not work out. 
or if you want to flip it around to hard, it's just as hard. I think it's more, it's simple. I think that we overcomplicate things. I think we get in our head. We think that people that appear to have it all together, it comes easy to them. And it doesn't. You've just got to get started. Go take care of your health. So I wasn't always in the best health. I just hit a point where just like everything else in my life, whenever I decide to get shit done, is I realized nobody was going to come and save me. Nobody is going to come and do that for me. Nobody is going to come eat right for me. Nobody's going to come make my pants fit. Nobody's going to work out for me. Nobody can feel sorry enough for me. Nobody can listen to my excuses enough for me that it's going to change my health. And the only person that was going to get that done was me. And it took me a lot of whining and a lot of excuse making and I don't have time and I don't have this and a lot of that before I realized that I was my problem. I was full of crap. And it just wasn't a priority to me. You know, if you want it to sting, think about the thing that you're saying that you don't have time for. And instead change it to it's not a priority to me. So if you are are wanting to take care of your health, if you are wanting to get in better shape, then stop saying that you don't have time. Try saying it's not a priority to me and see how that feels. And until it's a priority to you, you're not going to make the time. I heard somebody say one time that time is not a spice that you find on your Lazy Susan on your spice rack. You've got to make it. So stop thinking that you're going to spin the Lazy Susan around and it's going to be this magical bottle that pops up of more time. You have to make it. And I did. It, it wasn't easy. And every day it's a challenge. You know, I, I come across memories of my own stories and me and me sharing my battle with um, food addiction and body dysmorphia and and just my health transformation. And I fall off the wagon a lot. I get in my head, you know, right now is a difficult time for me. And I am not going to the gym every day. I mean, I'm still working out, but nothing, not real discipline. Like everybody seems to think that I've got my crap all together. I'm not. It's a, it's everyday choices that I have to make. I just decided eight years ago that I wasn't going to live that way anymore. I just couldn't live that way anymore. So go out and take care of your health. That's one example I'm going to give you. It was tough. It continues to be tough. No, I do not have my crap all together. And if anybody tells you that working out every day and eating right every day for their body is simple, they're lying. They struggle with it. On to other things in your life. You got to stop making excuses. You've got to stop quitting before you even start. Instead of thinking of all the reasons why you're going to fail, why don't you just stop and make a list of all the reasons why you can do it and do it and stop overcomplicating it. I see so many people with so much potential say that they want to change their life, that they want to change their financial situation, that they want to have a better life. They want to be able to provide for their family better. They want them their family to experience a life that they never had, but then they let You, hey, you, I'm talking to you, you listening, you are letting fear and other people's opinions stop you. That is all it is. That is all it truly is. And you're making excuses like, I've got to learn everything first. I'm really not sure how I'm going to reach out to people. BS. That's all excuses. And I've I'm saying that with all of this emotion because I've been there. I know, I know it's scary, but listen, the difference between where my life ends up and where you are right now 
is I did it in spite of the fear, because ultimately my faith is greater than my fear. I, in my last podcast, just to kind of pile on to the last episode where I was interviewing Jennifer Taylor, she mentioned, you know, people that say, I don't care what people think. You know, you see it all the time where people say, I could, I couldn't give two F's or I could give two F's or I don't give any F's. I don't give any F's. (laughs) I need more coffee. They say, I don't give any F's about what you think. I think that's a lie. I think the people that go around saying that care more than the people that never say that. They care what people think. But if truly what she was saying, if truly you don't care, then I mean, all the more reason to get out there and do whatever it is that is tugging at your heart. I think you're full of crap if you say that you don't care what people think. Everybody cares. Everybody is somewhere in their whole, their psyche, their soul, their heart, or their whole. I don't know. I just combined some words there. Um, They care about what people think. I care about what people think. I care about how I make people feel. And I'm sure you do too. But I think all that's malarkey. Anybody Anybody that says that they don't care what people think is you're full of crap. You do care. What you've got to really put into perspective is, I think one of the the cliche ways that you hear it said is other people's opinions don't pay my bills. That is true. But I like to think of it and more um, spiritually, I, I saw, I don't know, I can't remember you guys, I have I read a lot, I listen to a lot of podcasts, I watch a lot of inspirational videos, I really try to put as much goodness in between my ears as possible. And I'm very conscious of what I let into my brain. Um, because that affects everything what what my brain learns affects everything. And so I'm mindful about what I allow. Um, but I saw a pastor talking about it, and he was on stage, and he had a really long rope, stretched it out uh, across the stage, and that rope represented eternity. So imagine, I don't know, a 30-foot rope, and that's eternity. And then there was a tiny little red dot on the end of that rope, and that represented our life here on earth, this life, this one life that we've been given. What I took from what he was talking about is how one, how minuscule our time here is on earth and how magnificent and eternal life truly is after we are here. And yet I was allowing your opinions, the world's opinions, what I thought you may be thinking of me to stop me from living my life in the biggest way possible during that tiny little red dot. Because whenever I get to heaven, I don't think anybody's going to be judging me. Well, I know they're not. Once I make it through the gate, I'll make it through that gate, dadgummit. (laughs) But no, the judgment is gone. Nobody's going to be judging me based on how I lived my life and built my business and what goals I went out to achieve and what my physique was and what size I am and how many wrinkles I have. And, you know, all of those things that we just let us stop in our tracks. It's ridiculous when you think about it. Think about it for a minute. Think about the fear that you're sitting there in, that you're allowing to keep you from changing the financial trajectory of your life and your family's life forever out of fear. Or you're sitting there obese out of fear. Or you're sitting there ill with disease out of fear. Or you're sitting there with no friends and lonely in a new town at a new school out of fear. Or you are single 
longing for relationship and love and kindness in your life, but you stay there out of fear, out of fear of starting something new, out of fear of reaching out to other people that I guarantee you more than not are feeling just like you. But you've got to start. You've got to stop holding yourself back. I am tired of it. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of, uh, especially social media, seeing people wanting a magic pill for everything, wanting a magic pill for fitness, for weight loss, for intelligence, for a career. You know, I think about and well, I see it and I see it in real estate. I see, you know, in commercial real estate, people look at my story and think that they have the same starting point as me. So I've been in commercial real estate for almost three years. And new real estate agents, like new, like new in career, period, like in the business world, period, look at me and think that I just woke up one day, one day and decided, oh, I'm going to do commercial real estate without any business experience, without any, any knowledge or experience in the field. No, I didn't have my real estate license, but I, I spent over 20 years identifying retail locations and working on tenant negotiations from a tenant perspective. Because if I wanted a store, then I had to go out and identify what store I wanted and then sell my case on why I wanted that store and why it made sense for our business plan, why it fit into our budget. And then I was the one that was um, spending a lot of time making sure that um, we got what we needed and wanted for that location. So I had, a, I had a lot of experience before I did that. And I, I mean, I had people reach out to me and they're like, How, I want to start selling commercial real estate. Okay, well, do you have any experience? Nope. Nope, none. I just, I just want what you have. Well, you know what? Go out and earn it. Go out and earn your stripes. Go out and earn them. People are not overnight successes. No, I, I don't know of any overnight success. It may appear that way. But man, they've been earning their stripes behind the scenes and in a story that you haven't seen for a very long time. And guess what? You have two. You that's about to start over in maybe a new company. Don't forget that you have been earning your stripes for years. You're not new at life. You're not new at networking as an example. You know how to go out and build relationships. So give yourself some credit too and stop making excuses. But I think about, you know, whenever I was in the wireless industry and I started out selling phones in a, wire, in a Walmart kiosk when I was 19 years old. Thank you for shopping your friendly Chickasha Walmart. So I, I earned my stripes in that kiosk and then I worked my way up. I worked my way up to outside sales is which, what I wanted to do, which was to go out and, and work with big businesses and have business accounts. So I was able to do that. Instead of selling a phone at a time, I was able to sell hundreds of phones at a time and do campus solutions and things like that. And then I got my first opportunity to be in, in management. And Robbie Kyler, if you're listening, I remember you asking me, you know, do you really want to be in management? Because with management comes a lot of pressure and a lot of things that you don't realize that carries. I didn't know what she meant, but, you know, going from an individual contributor to being reliant on other people's performance, man, does that ever change the dynamic of your life and your pocketbook? You better figure out how to lead other people and influence and motivate other people. Well, I guess you can't motivate them, but whatever, you know what I mean. Because your livelihood depends on the performance of other people once you get into management. But then I got into management and man, I made some 
dumb mistakes. I sucked some things up. I did some great things. I made some terrible hires. I made some amazing hires. Yeah. I mean, I just, I learned a lot over years of management and continued to work my way up through the ranks in management. And at every level in leadership that I was in, I would meet, you know, the new kid that had never even worked in the industry that would expect, I'm not saying don't dream for and don't act as if I I am all about that, like aspirations and dreams and go out and, you know, set your eyes on what you want and and go to the person that's in the position that you want to be in and say, how do I get to be you? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about entitlement and the demanding of instant gratification that people have without doing the work. So that doesn't exist, you guys, you're missing behind the scenes and and years of effort that people have in and the failures and the successes and the heartache and the heartbreak and the God, I mean, like truly the blood, sweat and tears. Think about athletes and they're not overnight successes, the sacrifices they made. I mean, I think about my kids. I think about my children and starting the sports that they're in at four years old. You know, if they go on to play college sports, they weren't lucky. They sacrificed. They sacrificed so much time with friends, social time, going to an event here, dances, you know, social clubs, things like that. They've missed out on it by choice. You know, (laughs) ask my daughter if she's sad that she missed her eighth grade banquet. I was sad. She was not sad. But my point is that, well, there's just no free lunch. There's no magic pill. You've got to earn your stripes. So get to earning them. You know, the time is going to pass anyway. But stop letting fear hold you back. Stop making excuses. Stop being your own biggest obstacle in your life. Because there is only one you. You know, when I look at you, what I see I see somebody with God-given unique talents. I don't have anything that you have. I don't. You don't have anything I have and you don't want anything I have. The people that in your are in your life wouldn't be in your life if you're me. <laughs> you know, stop wanting what other people have. I'm not again, I mean you guys know, you know what I mean. I don't mean success and and happiness, but you know, with success and happiness comes a lot of freaking heartbreak too. So if you want all the good things that I have, then, you know, you got to have all the all the junk that comes with it, too. I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought a little bit. That's what happens whenever I get really emotional. But I am tired of just seeing people quit on themselves. Stop quitting on yourself. Do you hear me? Stop quitting on yourself right now. Like decide. Just decide. Decide to put down the chocolate cake and eat something that you know is good for your body. Decide to just get out and move. Get up out of your chair. You don't have to go run a marathon. Just get your body moving. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mind. What are you feeding your mind? I mean, I would stop right now if you are stuck in fear. And who are you listening to? I would guarantee you're listening to the doubters, the people that are telling you that you're crazy, that you can never do it. You are looking at everybody else on one side or the other thinking that you have to be like them to do something. You are probably not listening to encouraging TV. I I would bet what's on your TV is not encouraging. I bet the social media that you're reading is not encouraging. I would bet you're not reading anything that is 
encouraging you and helping with self-development, I would bet that your circle is not encouraging you because misery loves company. You've got to eliminate the toxic toxicity in your life. You know, those friends that they sound like they're encouraging you, but then they're in your ear saying, you know, that just, that just really doesn't sound right. I just, you know, I don't want that for you. I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. Look at their life. Who are you listening to? Why do you listen to people that haven't even, haven't even dared to get out and try to live life in any kind of big way? Stop listening to them. They are scared of you surpassing them. That's what they're scared of. They're scared of you leaving them behind. Stop listening to that. Fear feeds fear. So right now, I want you to, what are you reading? Go out and and pick up a good book that's going to empower your brain. Pick up a devotional. Write down the things that you're grateful for. Start looking for some podcasts. There are so many great podcasts out there that that want you to be filled with encouraging words, empowering words. What are you listening to on the radio? Are you listening to trash? I mean, I like dance music every now and then. But you know, I started changing what I was listening to at every opportunity I can. And it changes things. If I'm in a funk, I put on worship music because that's what I like to listen to. I will listen to Craig Rochelle. There's so many wonderful podcasts out there. I will listen to to podcasts that pick me up. I will pick up a book that's going to feed my soul. I will flip open my devotional and I pray right before I open it up and say, give me the words I need to hear. And he always does. And be very mindful about the people that you're surrounding yourself with. If you have friends in your life that when you talk to them, when you are finished, you feel drained and you walk away from that conversation feeling empty and worse about yourself than you did when the conversation started, or you know those conversations where you just need to be heard, but it's so one-sided. All that person ever does is talk about themselves and their problems and what they want, and they never once ask you how you're doing. Ding, ding, ding. Man, what you put in between your ears into that, into your mind and into your heart and what you allow into your soul matters. Every now and then I'll see people say things like, I can't believe the hate that I'm seeing. I don't see a lot of it. You know why I don't see a lot of it? One, I don't put it out there. I get back what what I put out. Social media is built to to do that. But just in life, I get out what I, I get back what I put out there. What are you putting out there? What are you clicking on? If you're on social media, what are you listening to? Stop it. If all you're seeing is negativity, it's because that's what you're clicking on. You're allowing that into your life. So that's got to start. Number one, you have to decide. You have to decide today, enough is enough. I'm tired of listening to the people that are trying to hold me back. Enough is enough. Decide today, whatever it is. Two, take action. Take action. We talk about it all the time that action breeds confidence and not the other way around. You're not going to get the confidence that you need to take the action. You have to take the action. And once you realize you're not going to die from it, you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do that again. And then good things start to happen from the action that you're taking. Whether if it's fitness, let's just, that's an easy one to visualize. You keep going to the gym. You start to feel better. You start to see results. Now, now the confidence comes, right? You have to get over that fear just to start. 
get over the crap in between your ears that you can't and that you're not good enough and that you don't deserve it and you're not worthy and do it. Same thing goes if you're going to start a business. Stop crippling yourself thinking that you can't do it. Everybody starts somewhere. Every single person that you see that is successful in your eyes had to start as the new person, the person that didn't know anything, the person that was scared, the person that had to ask their first person. I've been in sales for since I was 19 years old. I just told you that. So that's what I, everything goes to sales in my brain, asking people. And I've done very well in the industry. I don't talk about it a lot. I don't sit here and brag about my successes. If you follow who I am, I do really well. But not because I'm not scared, not because I don't have people that want to hold me back, not because I don't, I don't have situation and situations in my life that could stop me in my tracks, but it's because I do it anyway. I do it anyway. You've got to do it anyway. Do you hear me? Ah, stop quitting on yourself. It breaks my heart. I'm tired of it. I've said it. I don't know how many times, but you have got to stop quitting before you even start. And if you need somebody in your corner that's going to cheer you on, here I am. Find me, follow me, I will cheer you on. Because everybody deserves somebody like that in their life that cares enough to tell you that you can, you can, you absolutely can do it. I don't want you to look back on your life and have regrets of all the things that you could have done. There's nothing wrong with wanting beautiful things in your life, joy in your life. And you can do those things and, and still care for other people. It doesn't mean you're selfish. Loving yourself is not selfish. Not in the way that we've been taught selfish. You know, selfish is a, a bad word. If your cup is empty, you cannot help other people. Oh, I'll just end on this because I'm starting to ramble. But man, I'm emotional about this. Lewis Rasmussen said this. And it it just really... Man, it was just so profound to me, but he was talking about there's really only two commandments and we only listen to one of them. Love thy neighbor. That's what we listen to, right? We're supposed to love thy neighbor. But I, you know, I'm going to butcher the exact words, but it also says as we love ourselves, you cannot love anybody else until you love yourself first. How can you love somebody else the way that you love yourself if you don't love yourself first? And that starts with you having the life that you deserve. That starts with you taking care of yourself, having the the mental, physical, emotional health that you deserve, joy in your life, knowing that you're worthy. Okay, go do it. You've been given one life, just one. I used to double my age. And think, oh, well, I'm 30, so I can double my age, live my life again, and I'll only be 60. But now that I'm 47, man, that math gets up there in a hurry. And that kind of freaks me out a little bit. I think about it in those terms. I don't know that I will be able to live my entire life over again. And when I think about how short my 47 years have seemed, that creates a little bit of anxiety and that I got to get off high center and do the things that, that I want to do. That's how this podcast came to be. Stop talking about it and do it. So my prayer for you today is that you will stop right now and decide and go out there and live a king-sized life because you only get one. 
You've been listening to a King Size Life podcast with Shannon King. You can follow Shannon on Facebook and Instagram. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. We really appreciate that effort. Be sure to join us next time for another encouraging podcast with Shannon King. Thanks so much for listening.